Be Your Best You, the Passionate to Purpose podcast with David Delaney. Hello and welcome on this sunny June morning. It's another episode of Be Your Best You, the Passion into Purpose podcast. There's a book in everyone. I'm sure you've heard that said before and my guest this morning can help you bring that book into reality. Karen Brown is a life coach, she's a bioenergy therapist and she's an author of over 100 books on both Amazon and BookBoom. She says herself, after finding 10,000 ways not to build a business, she has found the one way to build a business that's both aligned to her values and allows her to help others and to give back. She can help you publish that book that's been in your brain, that's been in your dreams for a long time. Join us as we talk to Karen Brown. Karen, good morning, and you're very, very welcome to this episode of Be Your Best You. Thank you, and thanks for inviting me here. It's been, it's brilliant. Thank you. No problem at all. Karen, where are you? Where in the world are you right now? I am actually based in County Leitrim, in a little village called Drummond, which is so gorgeous. We just fell in love with it when we moved over. Okay, okay. And you're, where are you from the UK originally, are you? Uh, all over. So I started off in Yorkshire, moved down to Devon, lived in around London for a little bit, um, back down to Somerset in Wiltshire, and then moved over here about 10 years ago. And stayed. <laughs> <laughs> which is, which is yeah. good. Okay, Karen, your, your profile um, for, for listeners that can't see, um, you know, obviously that we see it on YouTube. Coach Karen Brown, I create the structure and layout of your book so you can focus on the content. That's what you do. You're a book coach. You're a life coach. You're t- tell me, tell me in your own words what, what you do. Well, I do a lot of things. So I, I started off. Um, I wrote my first book in around 2012, which was around LinkedIn. Uh, discovered I wasn't selling so many books, so went and did a course. Didn't sell so many of that. So I kind of, I'm on my tenth or eleventh iteration of a business. Um, but it was only in 2019 where a friend of mine that I know from the school gates posted on Facebook that she wanted to set up a blog. And I said, give me a shout. We can do that. She came around to the house. We sat at the kitchen table, set up a website for her. And then she was saying she'd been writing this blog on paper, pen and paper for ages. And she got about a year's worth of content written, just not typed up. And my first book was literally blog posts that I put together, reformatted, re-edited and did that. And I just said to her, you know, do you realise you've got enough stuff here for a book? And her book came out within six weeks, which was around November 2019, which is perfect for the Christmas market. She was absolutely delighted because it was one of those dreams that she'd already had. And suddenly she had her book in her hand. She had um, a book signing in the local bookshop. And people were aware of, of what she was doing with this book. And she dragged me along, kicking and screaming, just saying, no, you have to do this. This is, this is what you should be doing. Um, so we went to the um, Kilronan Castle little Christmas event for the Simon community. And we had a stand there with all my books on there. And she had her books. I just put a little sign on there, you know, if you want me to help you publish your own book, just mm. have a chat. And it was really weird because the lady who had the next stand um, had a look at a couple of my books and said, could you have 
part of this and part of this and make it into a book and make it unique to me and it's like yeah of course I can um, and we had her book printed and it's out by the end of January okay. so from January the 6th to the end of January that was it it was a very simple gratitude journal we've updated it since and we've just got two versions of it now um, but she was delighted and I was delighted to have my first paying customer and from then on it became word of mouth Okay. because at the time I wasn't charging huge amounts I was loved doing what I was doing the fact that I was getting paid for it was just like humongous gratitude hmm. um and it's, it's just gone on from there it's just really yeah. weird that one act of kindness started a business when I've been struggling for so long okay okay we'll talk about kindness because people looking on your website which we'll talk about in a second um you have a section on your website which, which strikes me as interesting and it, it strikes me as, as a concept of paying it forward. You mentioned gratitude there quite a, quite a bit. Tell me about, is it Kiva? Kiva, yeah. It's a K-I-V-A. Um, it's an organisation set up that I came across through a lady called Leona Dawson. She does these workbooks every year. And she, she posted about this in one of her books and I just thought it was brilliant. It's an organisation where you do micro loans to other entrepreneurs around the world and especially in third world countries where people have very limited access to funding so you pay you make available 25 dollars and lots of different people just do 25 dollars so you can only do it for one per person so you you loan 25 dollars to an entrepreneur from around the world for whatever it is they say they need and you choose them from a gallery, everybody sort of put pictures forward and says what they, how much they want, what they need it for, and what the benefit for, for them is. So there's an awful lot of women in the third world countries trying to set up shops, trying to extend their farms, even building up, you know, latrines or toilets. And I think there's one lady I sponsored with her education, there's another one with a dentist bill. It, it's really... It's the stories of the women, and I tend to help women, other women because that's just what I'm drawn to. Okay. Um, but it, it's helping other women have that lift up, that help. And it just it just builds into my values of you know kindness and passing it forward and just being grateful for how much I have and how okay. little some other people have and how I can use what I've been given to help other people. Okay. So in the work that you do um, yourself, I mean, you, you have gratitude journals and, and, and interesting that the way I, I love the way you work um, and you describe it yourself, you know, yourself on the website, it's either done by you, done with you or done for you. <laughs> Lots of people have ideas in their head. I mean, every, you, everyone knows the saying, I have a book in my head. I, want, I can't, I can't get it out there. That's pretty cool because there's the three options. You know, you have your idea. Come talk to me. I'll, I'll, I'll sort it. Um, so you know, what, what, what do you get in, in those three pillars, I suppose? Is there a particular area that, that is stronger? Are people saying, here, Karen, here's the book, you, you do it, or are they doing it with you, or are you doing it for them? What's, what's the more popular? I, I'm doing a little of both. At the moment, I'm working on a course called Matter Self-Publishing, which I hope to have out um, 5th of April. Um, it's got about 100 videos on there at the moment. Uh, where I teach you how to build a book from scratch and then the whole process of um, publishing a book. So each week there's like two sections. One's a theory, one's practical. So the first week you get to publish your own notebook. So that's the simplest book you can publish on Amazon. 
Um, I show you how to do it completely for free. So if you sell one copy, then all you've done, if all you've lost is your time and the cost of the course, of course. <laughs> but um, it gets you doing that right from the start. And, and I teach you how to use Microsoft Word to develop your own skills. So I'm all about empowering you with this course to actually do it yourself. So if you can't afford to spend a huge amount of money for me to do it for you, um, or you just want a bit of help, then you've got those two options. So um, I've done Zoom calls with people just part of my uh, Coffee with Karen um, option, where we just have a quick call, half an hour, and usually goes into a bit longer because once we get chatting, then it's just a case of, have you thought of this? Have you thought of that? Have you heard of this? Have you thought of that? And I just share whatever information I think you need to, to get started. And if you want to work with me, that's fine. If you don't, I've given you a humongous amount of information that will help you get started. Um, I have book templates on my website. So if all you need is a book template, you can get it for free. Um, and that will be formatted for a normal book. And if you're doing a novel, that's all you would need. Okay. Um, if you wanted to learn how to do journaling, then there's a course. And then obviously there's just one-to-ones with me where, you know, you tell me what you want. And I have literally had a lady who wrote out what she wanted on a piece of paper and 10 pieces of paper photographed to me and specified what she wanted. Uh, and we got the book done and it was fabulous okay. um, because we went backwards and forwards with the design of it. But I knew in what, you know, I knew from talking to her what was in her head and what okay. she wanted, what was the aim of it and who she was trying to help. And it was gorgeous. We, she was really proud of it. And we've done another book since. And okay. I think we'll probably do another couple as well because um, her books were aimed at helping um, parents with children with autism if they were traveling. And of course, COVID hit, so that wasn't the best yeah, one. But yeah. we've done a Christmas one to help. Um, it's like uh, with these, these stories for autistic children where um, they think in terms of they prepare for the event. So if Christmas is going to be overwhelming, then they they have the preparation and the setup that you know this is going to be a Christmas tree. Okay. And I really enjoyed being able to do that. So I'd be very lucky. Did you ever get an idea that you just went, no, I'm not going near that? <laughs> <laughs> there hasn't been really, there's been a couple of people where we've had a conversation and I've helped them as much as I can, but I knew I didn't want to work with them for whatever reason. I trust my guts when it comes okay. to people, but I usually find something about it. So it's more about the person than the book because you know you're working with people and you either get on or you don't you either have chemistry or you don't um some some book ideas are you know some book ideas are great but if they're not applied properly and not marketed then they're not going to sell yeah and you know i can create a really wonderful book but if you're not going to sell it um and not going to market it then it's, it's not going to do really really well okay so um i have to think in terms of what the client's goal is and whether i can deliver i can deliver a good book no problem if you want to have a bestseller i know the you know some of the strategies to help you get there but you have to do the work it's your book i'm almost like a surrogate okay. you know yeah. I, I carry it but it's your job to once it's delivered to actually yes. bring it into the world let make it grow up and teach you how to walk and everything like that
Okay, okay. Karen, if you were on a desert island with two people for 12 months, who would those two people be? It would be my husband and my son. Okay. <laughs> it's amazing. that with COVID, but um, if it was somebody famous, then it would be someone like um, Barack Obama and Tony Robbins, because okay. I think the two of those, you could learn so much from them. Yeah, Tony yeah. Is, is amazing, but at the same time, to know there's something about him um i did his um fire walking thing uh whichever one it was i can't remember now um last not last year the year before and it was amazing it yeah. was just that i felt it was just so much but the guy himself is just amazing the amount of energy he has mm. you know if, if you could just harness that then you'd be yeah. doing well and i like his whole philosophy and how he's built himself up into doing so much for other people and, and building up his business. And with Barack Obama, I mean, he's just amazing. And I, I'd love his wife as well. You know, even just having a conversation with her would be fantastic. Okay. Yeah. What advice would you give your 15 year old self? My 15 year old self, I think at the time I was 15, I was um, gangly teenager, very thin, very unsure of myself. Um, listened to everybody else, took out, you know, just was just so used to being told what to do. Um, I think it, I would just tell her just to trust your own instincts, be your own person and just have a bit of confidence in yourself. And, and you know, your mother doesn't know everything. Okay. <laughs> and does that still apply? Uh, you mentioned the son there. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it the same rule? Well, with my son, I've tried to be a little bit more flexible with him. Um, and hopefully when he grows up, he won't um, hate me or anything like that. Uh, we're, we're being very fortunate. Uh, we're helping him build his own house and stuff like that. So hopefully when he goes out into the world, he'll have a big step up. Um, a lot more than, a, than other people can do. Cool. Um, my own mum passed away, what, 2014? So eight six, seven, eight years ago. And um, I inherited my dad, so I spent several years looking after him. And being his carer was one of those things where, you know, when you do coaching, you learn about your values. And one of my values that came up was family. Mm. So I kind of realized that, you know, kindness, family, you know, there was no way he was gonna go into a nursing home and I have a nursing background. So I was very lucky. We were able to convert our downstairs bathroom um, because it's island when the house was built it had disability access so when he was in a wheelchair then that was perfect because we could just wheel him into his bedroom the downstairs had a, a, a sort of open plan shower so he could make use of that and it was all all sorted out uh, when I contacted the public health nurse she was able to get me um, the, the hospital mattress the air mattress uh, commodes and all that sort of stuff and if I needed to talk to the doctors you know we got onto first name nurse no, first yeah. name, name names with the um, receptionist so if I needed to call then you know she knew that because I had a nursing background I knew what I was talking about if I wanted something then I knew you know they trusted mm. my my instinct so we were very lucky and uh, he passed away what nearly three years ago now um, but I was very lucky to be able to look after him right until the end. And um, I think this is where the whole thing about gratitude came from. 
was learning to embrace my values from from the coaching perspective um learning to appreciate every single day and and some days you know if, if dad was having problems i could be up to my own pits in in number two um and but being grateful that i could had the opportunity to have that much time with him towards the end and to look after him and to make sure that he was looked after and knowing that my mum and my sister were looking up from above and just absolutely wetting themselves laughing at me having yeah. to <laughs> they didn't <laughs> yeah yeah it's um no it's it's and i'm just uh, curious like the, the gratitude thread runs very and it's, it's very evident chatting to you that the gratitude thread runs very very deep in, in in the values that that you have what did you want to be when you were a kid when i was a kid i wanted to be a teacher and my mum basically told me i had i didn't have the personality for it so i believed it Okay. And so when I left school, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I just went into accounting. Then that didn't work out. Then I went into nursing, which kind of did and didn't. Um, so I knew I wanted to work with people, but I just wasn't a good nurse. You know, I just didn't have the personality for it. I didn't have the patience. If, if I got stressed, I didn't know how to cope with it. Whereas now I'm postmenopausal. I've just, it's easy, you know, so... I love working with people. I love teaching. And now I get to help people in just a different way. So I think throughout what I was doing, I need to work with people. I need to help them in some shape or form. Uh, and just, that, that's just me. You know, if I can find a way of helping, I will do. And this is why I say, you know, if we, if we have a call, there's no obligation because um, a lot of the people I help aren't clients. They don't go on to become clients. Mm. But I can still help you. Okay, so what, what does success look like to you? What's, what's your definition of success? I think for me at the moment, I, I consider myself successful because I'm doing a job I love. I'm getting paid for it. I have a roof over my head. I have a couple of dogs that are gorgeous. I have my husband, I have my son. Um, there's food on the table. You know, um, I get paid to do something I adore doing. And when we can travel, then I'll be able to do that as well. So um, to me, it is the definition of success. You know, it's not a, for me, it's never about money um, because, you know, there's never going to be enough money if you start striving for that. Yeah. But being able to get up in the morning and look yourself in the face and know that it's going to be a good day and know that you're going to help somebody else out, um, know that you're going to have fun doing it. Okay. You know, that is a blessing in and of itself you know okay okay karen i'm gonna ask you one more question and that's who inspires you and why there's an awful lot of people um you know sam kelly the tweeting goddess you know she was an alcoholic at some point um went into recovery she did lots of different businesses i remember her as a funky goddess and then she went on to the dragon's den and then that didn't work out and then she did Sun Tzu Sam and then that didn't work out and then she did the tweeting goddess and she showed me that you could actually pivot and change your business and it was okay to do that it was okay to keep trying at the, to find the business that works for you so for her funky goddess didn't work Sun Tzu Sam didn't work but now she's the tweeting goddess and has the women's inspire network that worked for her and she is amazing at it and she just showed me that that was possible. Um, Leonie Dawson, she's an Australian lady, absolutely cuckoo. 
Um, she's been diagnosed with Asperger's now. She's amazing. She does these courses specifically. Um, she's a very much a hippie, but she lives her life on her terms. And you either like her or you don't. She's quite happy to swear when she's doing a course or a call or anything like that. Um, and she's Marmite. Some people love her, some people hate her, and she's okay with that. Okay. You know, okay. Um, Marie Folio, she's built up a million, million pound, multi-million pound business doing the B-School, teaching people how to do their businesses, got a bestseller book out there and promoted the heck out of it and showed me how you could do that because it was like a roadmap, you know, a masterclass of how you get a best-selling book. You know, she did it and it was just amazing to see. Um, there's, there's just loads of people. Tony Robbins, once I did his uh, fire walking and all that sort of stuff, things took off for me as well. Uh, Denise okay. Duffield Thomas, you know, she's got one, you know, she's got one course as her business, but she now has a million dollar business and has met people like uh, Richard Branson um, and been on his island. And, you know, you, you see these people and you've become part of their networks and you sort of look at their what they've done in their roadmaps and then you see what's possible. You know, Denise Duffield Thomas, she's a one person business that's allowed Leonie Dawson pointed out this whole thing of um, the net, you know, the millionaire next door, where you know there are people out there who just save and save and save, mm. don't spend a huge amount, and are accumulating lots of money, but they, you know, they are not what your what a millionaire would look like to you, mm. because they they do it in a different way. So all these people that just basically do their own thing, um, in their own way. They're, they're what inspires me because once you find your way of doing things and tweak and tweak and tweak until you find a way that works then then you'll get there but it, it will okay. take an awful lot of tweaking and persistence you know okay. I think that's the one thing my husband taught me was persistence and that's one thing that I admire about him more than anything because you know when I first met him he didn't come out of school with any qualifications he spent eight years at night school getting his engineering qualification then a computing qualification. He turned his computing skills at home with his BBC computer into his, you know, into his job. He became a computer programmer and now he gets paid to do that. And he's now working from home, which is a blessing, mm. you know, because he'd been working away for an awful lot. So um, even him, uh, you know, he, he inspires me because, you know, he just does what he does and gets on with it and he sticks okay. to his own standards. So every day he gets dressed as the shirt as if he was going into the office and a Zoom call as if he was going into the office. And he just gets on with things, you know, he's okay. just brilliant. Excellent. Karen, tell us where we can find you. Um, so if I have a book idea or what's, what's the best place to find you? best place to find me is my website, coachkarenbrown.com. All my other websites lead off from it. Um, the master self-publishing course, um, that's masterselfpublishing.pro. Uh, that's going to be available in April. We're just uploading loads of videos at the moment and beta testing it to make sure everything that you need is on there. Um, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn. So you can connect with me on there as well. And um, yeah. Just have a chat with cool. me. <laughs> Excellent. Karen Brown, thank you for joining us this morning. And thank you for having me.
And that's it for another week. Thanks for joining us this morning and do join us next time on Be Your Best You. Have a good week.